Go ahead. Yeah, great. So, Reina, um, what we do on the show is every week uh, I say start the party, Dan, and you get to give me a suggestion as to how in what form. Yeah, this wasn't I in this it. wasn't in the PDF. This isn't in the email the yet. You this, yeah, this might so, have to get in the email. You know, I mean, I know uh, John is like a very professional guy, but he's not that professional okay, to update the, the email. No, relax. For how many? How many weeks? Relax. Yeah, this is unreal. We've been doing this for at least two weeks now. Yeah, two whole weeks. One week. We just started it with Ryan Williams. Anyway, Reina. No, go, that's two. Oh, yeah, it is two. Yeah. We got Rory to do it. Yeah, too. yeah. Anyway, Reina, how would you like me to say it? So, uh, since you're eating pretzels yes. uh, with mustard, yeah. maybe with the mustard, I'm thinking spicy mustard. I'm thinking if you could say it like you just ate. Uh, spicy mustard that is too spicy, oh. but you're not trying not to let anybody know that it's too hot for you. Right. Oh, that's so, very good. So to make this like authentic, I should just do you should it. take a big ass spoonful oh. of the spicy this mustard. One, the spicy one is it's the burgundy spicy. one, right? That's yeah. the spicy one because the the green peppercorn is like this fine. is like this is method right here because this this mustard. <laughs> that's not is, okay. How much is on that? I promise you, this is more no. But than I can see to, the bottom of the spoon, dude. This is I can. That's the, not a dollop. Fan, it's got to be a dollop. The fan is blowing the Dijon <laughs> smell. Into my face, and I'm like, oh boy, this is gonna be a lot. Okay, here we go. Okay. Oh, okay, that was a lot. <laughs> Start the party, Dan. <laughs> oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said, but now I've got proof that you read it. That was good. Oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> Maybe oh have gosh. some of the less spicy mustard to balance no, that's it out. Fine, I'm good. <clears throat> Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It's Block Party. This is episode number 144. I'm John. I'm Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> How am I doing, uh, Reina? Am I convincing people that it's not bothering me? Yeah, no, you seem totally fine. I'm totally cool. Uh, we're very pleased to have uh, this guest on the program this week. Uh, she's one of our faves. She's a noted Canadian and host of NPR's World Cafe. Reina Duris is here. Hi, Reina. Hi, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Thank you for Sorry being here. Uh, we're yeah. thrilled to have you, yeah. No, that was a great Sorry start. Sorry for the whole mustard thing right now. No, no, no don't, don't, please don't apologize. Don't apologize at all. <gasps> I love it. It's great. That I mean, was a, you wanted me to do more. Yeah, I know. That was a well, lot. But then I, saw, I knew it was going to be a lot. Because you, you, like you scraped it along your tongue, and then I saw just how much was on your tongue. Oh. So I, it is, I respect the amount of mustard you just uh, hopped so here's So here's what I'm learning right now <laughs> about this. So Becca and I were... We actually... Becca decided this morning she wanted to make pretzels and we didn't have any dipping mustards. So we went to the we went to a, a place nearby us in Vancouver called Gourmet Warehouse, mm. which sells kitchen items and like specialty food items as well. And they didn't have the regular Dijon that we like. So we got this one that was called Burgundy Dijon. And I and I remember and in the store, I was like, what is Burgundy Dijon? Like there's no indication even mean that I it's going to be super spicy. From no, looking at the. But what I'm learning now yeah. that I have put a big gallop of dollop, gallop, a big gulp of this in my mouth. <laughs> a gallop is a gulp and a dollop. Yeah, it's a fine. gulp of you a know dollop. What? I'm going to give you. That's Thank okay. You. I'm not yeah. going to rush. I'm you inventing for that. a new word. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, what I'm learning is that the Burgundy is referring to uh, wine. 
because it tastes like wine in my mouth right oh, now. Oh, yeah, white wine. <laughs> yeah, it, tastes right, like, that it, makes it, sense. it tastes like wine okay. in my mouth, and I don't like that. I'm right. a non-drinker. I don't care for my mouth to taste like wine. Yeah. <sighs> what did you think it referred to when you got that mustard? Did you not think that it was the wine? Well, it does also say that the mustard seeds are from Burgundy as well. That's what I thought. Oh, so okay. I only got as far on the label as <laughs> I literally said to Becca in the store, oh, it just means the mustard is from Burgundy. <laughs> And I'm stupid, I guess. There's a dumbass moron. Anyway, that's the pretzels so clears are your sinuses right out. Oh, that's I, the good um, how are your sinuses doing before? Like, did they need to be cleared out? No, okay. no, they didn't. This is sort okay. of an involuntary type situation. But the so. intro was so good. Thank but you. now the problem is we have to like keep like topping it, right? Like, no, we don't have to. No, we we, we can do. just settle in. No, I think we we... settle into the show. Well, okay. Anyway, yeah. Like, what's the most miserable thing you could eat right before? Introducing oh, the show. God. Well, we did, um, and actually, I, that was yeah, that was Canada pretty bad. Juice. The, I was going to say the can. So we did something. Uh, when was this? Like six months ago? Or longer, I think. Eight months ago. God, it was because it, it was in winter. Oh, it was in like twenty twenty. Was yeah. it in twenty twenty? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, we did something for our Patreon called Canada Juice, which is uh, we put a bunch of um, kind of all Canadian ingredients in a blender. Oh God! Uh, like okay, and- wait. Will so, you tell me what they were? Well, there yeah. were assorted Timbits. Yeah, assorted Timbits. Cheese curds. Ew. Cheese curds. You're starting syrup. with solids. Yeah. Which yeah. I feel like you well, can't the li- juice well, the, the, the liquid base was uh, Beaver Buzz energy drink. That was oh, the liquid what base. Is that? that I said, like, oh, like I knew what it was. It just sounds so gross, but I don't know what that is. It's Canada's Red Bull, basically. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, well, it's, no, when that, that, wanna, it's when you don't want to support the the terrible people at Red Bull. That, no, <laughs> you want to make sure you're... That implies that it's good, though. No, like, it, it wasn't good. It's like... It, it's, it was it's Saskatoon like Canada's, Berry. Saskatoon Berry Beaver Buzz. Yeah. It's like Canada's Bang energy drink, maybe. Or like NOS, maybe. It's yeah. like a lower tier energy drink. Yeah, NOS. That's a good um, point. Do you guys... Remember Cheetah, that Canadian, was that oh, Canadian oh, industry? Frank D'Angelo. <laughs> how yeah. could we forget, yeah. Reina? We're, we're <laughs> big Frank was... D'Angelo fans on Block Party. <laughs> how am I forgetting the name of the runner who did the commercials for it? Was it Donovan there Bailey? Was... Or I... was it, uh, was it, uh, um, oh, Carl, uh, what's Carl Lewis? Was it Carl, was it Carl? Mm. No. Um, it would have been a Canadian, right? Oh, no, not Carl. Um, who's the Canadian guy who, who cheated? Oh, Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Was, it, was it Ben? It was Ben Johnson. Ben yeah. Johnson. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the oh, slogan that's was, the whole I cheat cheetah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? And I'm going to give, I mean, obviously, I don't think Frank himself thought of that, but like, it's that's a funny. Idea. That's funny. a good bit. Yeah. And for and for Ben Johnson to lean into the fact that he like cheated. For sure. Is funny as well. But those commercials are not, I feel like they don't make that drink anymore. Just like Steelback no, Brewing no. is gone as well. Yeah, they don't make. Um, yeah, for was that his? That beer was his company? beer. Yeah, Steelback. I think it was Steelback. Oh yeah. boy, yeah. That's but tough. I remember watching it like hockey. Very bad. It was not. Yeah, hockey on Canada would have commercials for both those drinks like constantly. Yeah, um, and like Frank was in the commercial. Did you have any Frank exposure when you're in Toronto, Reina? Because he's a bit of a he's a bit of a Toronto legend, really. I never did. I mean, I w- kept up with what was going on all the time with Frank, especially. I think he did a show. His like his show is sort of talk show that he does. He yes. filmed it in the back of a restaurant on King Street that I believe he owned. Yeah. Uh, so I would walk by that restaurant all the time. I never got a sighting, uh, sadly. But yeah. you, you, didn't like in, you weren't in the studio audience for being Frank. <laughs> no, I never got it. I was never asked in as a guest. I was never able to watch it live. Uh, yeah, very sad. His talk show is incredible. It's really it, it's so funny. It's something special. Because like he so he has like 
he has like a band yeah with like a band leader that he like talks to but then he also talks to like Jeff, he has like an Jeff assistant, Elliott. Jeff Elliott, who's yeah. like a, a Toronto comic. Toronto comic. Yeah. Um, but I think what like Frank gets from watching like actual successful talk shows is that there's like, oh, there's like a bit of banter back and forth between the host and, and you know, whoever else is standing around. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they, they get a little like mean with each other. Right. But mm-hmm. it's like all in good fun. But Frank is just like very like rude and like mean. Yeah. And it's not, there's no like undercurrent of like love or like humor or anything, <laughs> which yeah. makes it very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not actually funny. He's very funny, not like intending to be. Yeah. Exactly. Like he's one of the funniest people in the entire world, I think. Yeah. Uh, But just like not on purpose at all. Yeah. Um, And his, I mean, his movies are just, God, they're so good. Oh my God. Yeah. You've been, you've been guesting on Yeah, but still recently talking about those. Yes. And we did a YKS episode talking about Sicilian Vampire, which if if you're going to watch any Frank movie, that's, probably the one although i've never seen it but i'm so familiar the top three for me are sicilian vampire uh the last great save yeah uh which is his hockey movie where he plays <laughs> like a professional goalie who has been out of the nhl for like 15 years but comes back for game seven of the stanley cup finals <laughs> to like win the game for his hometown team uh and Inspiring. i mean that, that's generous for what <clears throat> actually happens yeah. in the movie the um, hockey scenes are really special. What what the <clears throat> hockey scenes are is uh, he was doing like a uh, charity tournament in Toronto with like some ex NHLers like Alexi Ashen and a couple of like Zen and Konopka. Uh, really falls off after Alexi Ashen. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, and just like filmed the tournament and then like mm-hmm. the movie. There's just like scenes that sort of add story to it, but it's otherwise it's literally just like almost like the entire game. So you're just getting like people like skating around and there's no hitting because it's a charity game and it's supposed to be like game seven of the Stanley Cup finals. And like when they <laughs> win the super chill. Yeah. And then when they win the tournament at the end, like the trophy says like charity cup on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And then the third best movie is uh, The Joke Thief. Yeah. Which is where he plays a, a washed up stand up comic who gets uh, called up for a big national comedy like live show. Uh, for like his kind of last chance, yeah. Uh, to to make, I'm waiting make for mine. As a, as I think I think at some point I'm going to get the call for my last chance. Well, that's it's so. I've been funny. doing comedy for 11 years just, now, so just, I think it's time. The concept of there being like, j- this is just like a regular thing where there's like a a live comedy show broadcast nationally this is your in, last the United, chance, in the U.S. Man. Like, yeah. uh, and then he there- goes up. I mean. It's a truly insane movie because most of the movie is him in an Uber on the way over to the comedy show. Um, and that's not, that's like serious. Like that's what it is. And yeah. then he gets there and gets up on stage. And at this point, the Uber ride is also interspersed with, with like other comedians to yeah. doing their it's sets. It's like a bunch of Canadian comics. I mean, that it, right? that's again, being super generous. One of the sets is from Ed the Sock. Oh yeah. Uh, and I mean, you <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, hilarious that's all about. man. Yeah, very, very great funny. guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then Frank gets there at the end and tells like, just like a really old street joke, the one about the penguin going to get his like car repaired, and he's eating an ice cream, and the car repairman says, "Oh, it looks like you blew a seal," and and he's like, "No, this is just ice cream." Oh, uh, I get it. And like it gets a, like, like a blowjob, like he sucked this the, the yeah, seal stick. Okay. Uh, yeah, and that and that's like the end of the movie. And I mean, did he so? 
Is this but, comeback a success or not? Not to spoil it. For yeah, anybody. because like the big comedy critic, uh, the newspaper comedy critic, which is like a thing, uh, is like in the audience, <laughs> and and he kind of like gives him like a nod. Oh, and we've met this comedy critic uh, like, famously like five minutes ago. Famously, Toronto does have a newspaper comedy critic who's incredibly harsh. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, okay. So maybe that's Sumi? who. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's who. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it could so be Rita knows. That. Okay. Yeah, he writes for Now Toronto, and he's like famously like does not care. He'll give you like a one star review and be like, "This is the worst comedy album I've ever heard in my life." Wow. Like, he Which is shit. amazing because like Toronto's so small, like that scene. Like if yeah. you go out to another show, you're going to see the person that you just did that to, and it's going to be oh my god super uncomfortable. Oh, Glenn I Foster like was ch- also doing a bit. Oh. I don't know if you know who Glenn Foster is. That Canadian guy, I think, yeah. is his name. Legend. Um, the old guy with like know. a bowl cut. You'd probably recognize him from just like being on JFL. If you a just watched like just for yeah. laughs right. on like CBC in like 2002, yeah. you would have seen. Or like him comedy as- now. Remember? Yeah. Comedy oh now? yeah, he definitely has a comedy now. <laughs> yeah. For sure. um, but that's sort of the level of comedy that, that yeah. Frank was. Yeah, it's well. You, uh, Reina, you went to see the Grateful Dead last night. I don't know well, why. Well, technically, Dead people... and Company, right? Sure, right. yeah. So, what what does that even mean? I don't know what that is. So, it's uh, some members of the Grateful Dead and some other musicians, and John Mayer is playing sort of the parts of Jerry Garcia. Okay. He sings oh. and he plays guitar, uh, which is really straight. Like I've never seen John Mayer in concert at all, uh, and I kind of forgot that he was fronting Dead and Company. So that was just weird to like see this guy up there that you're like, oh yeah, you're John Mayer playing all these songs. Uh, but it was, it was actually, I'd never been to see the dead. I, up until a couple of years ago, really didn't have an opinion on the dead. Even uh, my boyfriend, John really likes the dead and he started playing them all the time and he wanted to go to this. And in the States, the Grateful Dead are a way bigger deal than in Canada. Right. I feel yeah. like, Everybody here has an opinion or likes them or whatever yeah. or hates them, you know, um, but like you have an opinion on it where I feel like in Toronto or in Canada, people are just yeah, like, yeah, we have, sure. We have Bachman Turner Overdrive. What do we need the Grateful <laughs> Dead for? You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was really fun. Uh, it was pouring rain when we got there. Everyone's in tie dye. It's the best people watching I've ever experienced. Oh, I can imagine. There's a guy. Wandering through uh, all the seats with no shoes on, like asking people for weed. Uh, and I was like, how did you even get in here? Like, this is amazing. That, that this was is the, like a that stadium was the usher, show. Probably. That was the usher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was pouring when we got there. And then uh, a couple songs in, the sun was setting and it created a double rainbow over the stadium. Yeah, I saw your tweet of oh that. Oh, my God. And it was actually so beautiful that I started to cry. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, I was like overcome by like, I guess I haven't been to a big show since COVID started. Right. Yeah. And so there was that. And like, you know, the vibes are good at a dead show. It turns out. Yeah. Uh, Was it at a baseball stadium or vibes? Um, it, yeah, it was it's at, at Citibank field. Right, right, right. Was it, uh, did you see any like old man dong? Uh, I didn't. I I mean, I feel like if I had gotten there a little bit earlier to where everyone was tailgating, there was a yeah. chance I could yes. have seen some. That's but uh, I missed out on that. Also, it was raining. Some people were wearing like ponchos. It was really right. like it was not a dong friendly. It just situation. feels like it feels like uh, it feels like a scenario where you'd have like 
a 70 year old man doing LSD for the first time in 30 years. <laughs> and then just being like, I just need to be naked. I'm just, this grass feels unbelievable. I'm just going <laughs> to lay down. There on were it. a lot of, there were a lot of like different kinds of high person faces. Like yeah, really okay. like gentle. I'm having a good time floating through this crowd phases. People who looked like they were like about to fall down. We saw like a hippie couple get into a huge fight. Yes. And, like storm off. But it's like so funny to be screaming at your partner like shut the fuck up and like running away while you're wearing like a multicolored straw hat and like a <laughs> rainbow tie dye dress. <laughs> amazing. It was amazing. So yeah, I mean yeah, good vibes all good. around. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw, I, I remember seeing like a really big couple fight at Kanye I, when I went to see Kanye for the third time, I think. I could see, and, I could see and that. And that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to me. It's like, of course there's people fighting at Kanye because it's like, you're just basically in a nightclub, but the nightclub is the stadium that you're in. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense that it's just like a sloppy, like, oh my God. You don't even know me. You don't even care about me. I don't give a shit. You wouldn't do this at Kanye and he's my favorite. You know, yeah. that makes sense to me. But at the Grateful Dead, having like a screaming fight, I don't know if that that's it's unreal. So I love that. It was it was a really interesting night because we went to the show. It was super positive. I mean, even the fights were like we were like, that's cute and funny. <laughs> um, you know, even at the, we were going back on the subway back downtown. And an old man was like talking to me about how great it was. That it was my first show. And like, you know, it was just super excited for me. And then we went out to a bar to get a beer. And we uh, ended up sitting next to a straight up COVID denier who was okay. having a loud. So we're like, so we're like humanity's actually beautiful. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> and then we sit next to this guy who's like a COVID denier who's lecturing this other dude about how like COVID isn't real. And uh, uh, John, my boyfriend, finally, like, loses it. And he just starts being like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, did you get these opinions in a kit that came with, like, Zootropics and, like, a zinc pill? And this guy's <laughs> reaction to that was, yo, bro, what's your problem with zinc? <laughs> oh my God. And then he started saying how the world was like 1984, and like this was like the, oh. an internet character had like come to life. That's so. Funny. And I couldn't like control myself. I was just laughing my face off, and yeah. it was. Did he bring it was up? Really uh, special. Did he bring up like? Because uh, I, I I love that the thing now, or I guess it's been the last couple of months, is people will take like dog medicine instead of uh, the human medicine that works. Did he, he did bring... not bring that up. Oh. Okay, but. Yeah. Or at least not that I could hear. yeah, people are going to the doctor and being like, well, I mean, I know about the vaccine that works uh, very well uh, and <laughs> uh, is for humans. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of research put into it, obviously, by like scientists around the world. But instead of that, uh, do you have medicine for dogs what, what, or horses? Like, so they're saying that that's going to help them. It's like heartworm. Coke. It's like heartworm. Well, I think the idea is, like is that. Invermectin or ivermectin. Ivermectin. Like that? Yeah. And I think the idea apparently is that it's actually like uh, it will like cure it. It's not it's not like even prevent it. I, I mean, I it's it's so insane. And, and so in like Mississippi, I think, or Missouri, 70 percent of the calls to poison control in the past like two weeks have been about people taking too much ivermectin. Uh, and it's Holy just, smokes. I mean, just take the shot. It's so easy. Oh, the shot yeah. is so easy to take. It's so easy. <laughs> it's and also it, like people are like, oh, like how could you put that in your body? And it's like you're taking dog medicine. Yeah. Like, how could you put the vaccine in your body? Yeah. Like what are you so worried about? Like 
I mean, my, my, my favorite thing is the people, I mean, you see it on Twitter where they're like, uh, it's not even approved by the FDA. And it's like, okay, so if the FDA approved it, you would take it. I'm like, I don't think that's the case at all. Oh, you know what? I'm waiting. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm like, I'm like an insane libertarian COVID truther. And the thing that's going to make <laughs> me take the medicine is government approval. If a government exactly. agency approves yeah. this. Oh, now I'm on board. It's yeah. also like, uh, there's maybe this is just me. But I typically don't go to the to the FDA, like Food and Drug Administration for what? Like, what are we waiting for? Like, what is there? What are they going to say that's going to change it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for that, like, you know, like, how are they going to come up with something I think, new? I think the big thing some is sort that, of like new information or whatever. Think, you know what I mean? I think it makes it easier to do like mandates and stuff like government mandates where it's like, Hey, you can't go. Cause BC is doing the right. Yeah. I think they're announcing it on Monday that they're going to do like a vax, vax passport, passport yeah. which is like, okay, that's fine. Great. Sure. That's good. Yeah, I'm yeah. about to go teach in September. Yeah. Let's get going. I, I've seen a bunch of tweets from people who are like, uh, like, Oh, so you, you just don't want me to be able to go to a restaurant. You know, you don't want me to be able to go to, uh, like yeah. a bar or like a movie theater. And it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, yes, yep. yes, that's right. <laughs> that's yeah. it. You could just get the shot. That would be, that would be like an easy solution. Yeah. You could just do that. That's so easy. Well, last easy. night at, at the show, you had to have your vaccine card or a negative COVID test to go in. And yeah. they sent like a million emails before the show to tell you this. You yeah. get there, you line up, you have to get like a wristband that says you've been vaccinated. And I watched this family of like four get up to the front of the tent where you get your wristband and then find out, I guess, that they had to be vaccinated. Oh and they God. all flipped out. And they were like, that's $400 we just threw in the garbage. And they were like super indignant. And I was like, this is very satisfying to see. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's, I, I, was, I was also going to say, like, I feel like not like all Grateful Dead fans, but you, you are going to get that subset of like the hippie, like anti-vaxxer. You know, I was a so. little nervous about that. And I was glad yeah. that they made it. Like, was, that, yeah. was, that the only, was that the only rejection you saw uh, at the That was the only the one I saw, or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Presumably there were... Like, like that might have almost been better than the concert. Just standing beside the vaccine approval tents <laughs> for just like two hours. Like if you couldn't get a ticket or what, you're just like, man, this would be just fun to watch people lose their mind for for hours. And apparently, yeah, and like a the- lot of them have been tailgating for like hours before <laughs> that. So like they're not exactly in like a clear state of mind yeah. being rejected at the tent. Oh God, damn. Yeah, that rocks. Yeah. I, the only time I ever really heard anything, I don't know if I told this story on the pod, probably not, where it was at work. It was in the staff room at a school that I was substituting at. And there was this like older, I don't even know that he was a teacher. I think he's an educational assistant, but he was just like, well, I know what COVID is, but I don't know what's in the vaccine. So why would I take the vaccine? I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, that doesn't make, I'm like, so you, you know that you could die from this thing. He's like, he's like, yeah, most likely I'm just going to get the flu and then it'll be over and it'll be fine. He's like, but the vaccine, I don't know what that's going to do to me. I don't know what's in that. I'm like, it's so strange. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? What does that mean? I don't even understand what that means. We know that like millions of people have died from COVID and then a whole bunch of people have gotten the vaccine and been fine. And it's like, what? I feel like the odds are pretty clear. Yeah. Also, this guy last night that we we uh, were sitting next to, he called it COVID like the entire time, which I feel is <laughs> that's the giveaway. If someone's <laughs> saying like COVID is a hoax, if I got COVID, I'd be fine. Uh, oh my like God. With an e instead of an I. COVID. I mean, we oh do God. we do get there still are like a fair like 
chunk of of anti-vaxxers up here but i i think it is it's it is much less than than the u.s but yeah um i think a lot of the anti-vaxxers up here are that like hippie sort of yeah and we've talked about this before i think but like there's that restaurant in uh in kits corduroy or whatever yeah and that very much strikes me as like the the hippie like business owner kind of thing and i i remember no i think actually the guy that owns cords is like a dumb idiot oh like well, a young dumb guy okay well that's but i know what you're saying yes though. yes uh but i i remember earlier i think it was it was no it was late last year uh when the lockdown uh, started in like november or october uh, I was walking up commercial drive and I saw, uh, like f- there were these like five cars driving slowly down commercial drive and they all had like, uh, like pro small business or whatever on the side. And it's like, end the walk to- and it's just, and they're just like yelling at people who have their masks and stuff. And it's cool. Okay. Oh, you convinced me cause you yelled at me from <laughs> <Yeah>. a car. <laughs> you guys look like yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super fun. I didn't, uh. Yeah, I I actually did see a car parade the other day, but I don't rem- I couldn't see what they were mad about. But they had fully put like signs on top of their cars, like sandwich board kind of signs. Yeah, and there's like five of them in a row. That might have been the same. Tra- but I but I didn't know what it was. I could because I was I was like head on with them, so I couldn't right. I couldn't re- read the signs fast. Enough. Yeah, the best thing was uh, there was a video of it, and I think it was on commercial or, or mainstream maybe but there was the anti-vax guy who drives his van around and like yells at people oh yeah 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 and, someone, and then didn't he get like he's got they hit him with their bike yeah right? someone someone uh threw like someone was yelling at him so he like rolled up his window and then they threw their bike through his window yeah. and like oh smashed gosh. it it was really funny <laughs> that fucking rock yeah it was great that was cool <sighs> it always yeah, reminds me cool. of um Charlie Demers, past guest of the program, great comedian, has that excellent joke about how uh, he saw people um, protesting for free pa- for like a free Palestine. Yeah, and then someone like was driving by and rolled down their window, and they were like, "Hey, go back to Palestine!" <laughs> and Charlie's like. Yeah, that's what they're, that's their whole thing. That's what they're I'd trying to, to do. Yeah. That's their, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just that misguided. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I was trying to think of like another, he's like, it's like, I was trying to think of like another way, like a, like a homophobe going to like a gay pride parade and being like, hey buddy, suck my dick. You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so good. Oh uh, so anytime I think of a protest, I just think of like half the time, I feel like people don't even know what they're protesting. They're just yeah. kind of like, oh, well, this is what, yeah. Yeah. This is what we're trying to do. Yeah. I feel like at a lot of protests, you'll see like just people who like to go to protests and hold their unhinged sign about whatever it is, (laughs) like other things that are completely unrelated, like GMOs or something. And you're like, okay, cool. You just have this sign by the door. And when you see a crowd of people, you're like, (laughs) I'm coming with you. Yeah. Yeah. You have like seven signs. You're like, which one is it today? GMO, (laughs) no mo. Uh, You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just pick one out. Okay. You can tell they've had the sign for a long time because it's on like an old like Crystal Pepsi box (laughs) that they've like folded out. Like, okay, you've going at this for oh, a while. you're a you're a veteran yeah you're unbelievable <laughs> yeah i uh you and i maybe we should do a pro we've never i've never done a protest do you want to go to because obviously when they announce the vax passport i'm sure there's going to be we some go dumbass protest at the art gallery it. or something yeah, yeah should we just go down there and like get covid or what yeah <laughs> okay or yeah. All, whatever yeah. we can like double mask up and then we'll just be like uh you know hey yeah hey yeah, we can see what's going on. Screw the passport. Or, yeah, you know, I'll take a day people, off work to go do that. Yeah, sure. You just come out against all passports of all kinds. Be like, oh. I should be able to just go wherever I want. Yeah. See, you know Anytime. what? Anytime. 
I guarantee you there are people who use the term vax passport to fight for that. Probably. You're telling me I can't go to another country? Isn't this a free planet? I'm a human being. You know, I'm free to make my own choices. Mexico, you shouldn't be asking for a passport at the border. In fairness, that seems much more reasonable than the anti. It does. It yeah. actually it does, does yeah. seem more yeah. reasonable. That, like, I'm fine with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of insane. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So maybe we'll we go check do that it. out. Yeah. It'd be fun. I yeah. mean, I've never. Dan could come film it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've never. I mean, I don't want to get beat up. Uh, I mean, oh, no. I, I mean, I probably would. But what I was. But maybe I, I, could, I could stand in front of you and, and, and take the. I'll take it. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. You'll get punched. For I'll me? get punched. Yeah, I mean that's sure. that's, so that's kind of sweet. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm well, kind of pissed off you didn't offer to take a punch for me, but you know here we are. Why that's would fun. I? Yeah. No. I mean, I I get it. It's okay. okay. Dan could take the punch for both of us. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Dan does seem like he has a more laissez-faire attitude towards being punched than you and I probably would. I think. I mean, when we when we first got here today, Dan slammed his head into the TV by accident. Um. So and I mean, I think you have. A, I have a pretty hard skull. Oh, wow. I Dan is hear- hitting himself in the head right now, for those of you who don't Dan, know what's happening. stop. <laughs> can, you, can you do it directly into the mic? That, that, does, <laughs> that sounds really, it sounds like a coconut. Okay, wait, hold on. Does every, head, does every head sound like that? Does mine sound like Dan's? <laughs> mine definitely. This is what we're that, doing. Yeah. yeah, this is what we're doing. Oh my God. Hi, Raina. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> That's <right>? all. <laughs> See if our heads sound like a coconut if we knock on is it. This is the dumbest thing we've ever <laughs> yes. done on the show. But Dan's definitely sounded more hollow than the rest of ours, right? Mine sounded pretty hollow, but maybe it sounds hollow to me because it's my head. Okay, wait, can you do yours again? Yeah. I was busy doing yeah. mine when you did yours. Okay, Dan, you go again. Oh, no, Dan Dan's sounds... definitely yeah. sounds a bit more hollow. Yeah. Raina, can you go again? Yep. <laughs> See, Raina sounds that? the most together. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Thank you. I You're think welcome. you have the most normal skull. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's very sweet of you to say. Yeah. Did mine sound coconutty? Let's I hear feel it again. like mine didn't really. No, yours sounds fine. I mean, I, I think it was maybe just the way Dan is hitting it, but maybe. I don't know. That's impressive. Yeah. That's cool. That that is cool. <laughs> That is so cool. This is officially the stupidest show on earth. We started that we've ever by, like done. taking a huge spoonful of mustard. Yes, exactly. And it's gone downhill. I like that we're like, hey, these anti-vaxxers are fucking dumb as hell. Oh, I wonder what it sounds like when, when we knock on our head oh like it's my a door. God. <laughs> In any case, I think the point stands. Dan would be able to take a punch better than you and me. Do you? Th- but I think that is the fact that his head is. Have hollow. you ever been punched in the face? Uh, like, like, let's say past I've never been in like teen a years, fight. let's say like past teen years. Have you oh, been punched yeah. in the face? Yeah. 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 When? Uh, in like college, we were at like a party. You got punched in the face at a party? Uh, I got, no, no, never mind. No, I didn't. I got, uh, we were like, we were like fucking around and we were like drunk and like, I got slammed into a wall. Uh, like a fight? No, we were like sort just of horsing like, like horsing around and dancing. Like, <laughs> no, just like, just like fucking around. This was in like first year university. And, uh, and I, f- I mean, we were just, I forget what it was. I think it was just like, how hard of a punch can you take or whatever? Oh. And then I just got like thrown into a wall. Cause they were just like, we can't, we can't punch Stefan. Well, I think be we, a problem. yeah. And, and I was like, fine, you know, but That's crazy. it wasn't my head either. So yeah. Raina, I, have you been punched in the face as an adult? I, I've never been punched in the face ever. I, 
I don't think so. I mean, maybe my sister and I were only like a few years apart and we got into fights when we were kids. That's the closest I can imagine that ever happening. But I don't remember it. I feel like girls don't get punched in the face yeah, quite as often when they're yeah. just out and about. Uh, yeah, but it's I mean, a little different. Yeah. I feel like if I was out at like a party and somebody came up and punched me in the face, it would be a bit of an issue. It would be a little, <laughs> di- like a little yeah. bit different. Yeah, um, I, uh, have you been punched in hockey or? Well, sort of, but not with gloves off. Funny enough, the only Ooh. time I've been punched in the face as an adult is by a woman. Oh, yeah. really? What? Yeah. And I, I think I've told this story on the podcast before I got punched at Alexis on fire. No. Oh, I never told oh, this story. I don't think so. Yeah. So I was at, uh, it was quite a bill for 2004 or whenever it was. It was Alexis on fire, the used and under oath. Wow. And wow. Uh, yeah, it was, it was special. And uh, so we were in the pit and uh, this one guy was like just being an absolute asshole in the, in the mosh pit. I mean, obviously a mosh pit's a mosh pit, but there are some sort of like etiquette and rules you sort of follow and this guy was like pushing people on the outside of the circle he was like shoving people in the back like just being an asshole and he had his elbows up and stuff and he was like this skinny little twerp why did you you gesture at me when you said that i I was just i was (laughs) it was more like i was gesturing to the past okay but like yes it did look like you but was he about my size uh he was taller Oh, but like, yeah, okay. But, but you're, like your skinny. type of build, oh, lanky. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, like I would guess He's got I was, sharp elbows. I was probably 20 at the time and he was probably like 18 maybe. Okay. Anyway, so he's being a dick and then he shoved into me. And so I just grabbed his shirt and I just like, I just put him on the ground. Yeah. I didn't punch him. I just like, just shoved him. He fell on the ground and he didn't have any reaction. He knew he was being a dick. He was probably high or drunk or both. So I just put him on the ground. And then I'm standing there and then just out of nowhere, wham, oh. I just get smoked in the face and it's the guy's girlfriend <laughs> and she's crying. Wow. She's crying and she's like, that's my boyfriend. What are you doing? <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. But like, she's just screaming at me. Yeah. And I was like, your boyfriend was being a dick. So I put him <laughs> on the ground and then he came up to me and he's like, sorry about her, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh. He's like, I was kind of being a dick. Like he did. He <laughs> knew what was going on. There was no so That's yeah. such a Canadian mosh pit story. Yeah, I got suckered in the face by by a girl. <laughs> did it, it did I will say it didn't hurt, but it is just shocking to your yeah. system to get punched. Like it's just a weird sure. you get hit and then you're just kind of like, did I just get punched in the face? Like it's just a very weird feeling. Yeah. I yeah. Wow. The, the last time I was in a mosh pit, uh I guess it was like five years ago. And yeah. there's a pup show. And a person, like, I've never been hurt in a mosh pit before. Uh, and this person in front of me, I guess, swung their head back really fast. Like, they were, like, headbanging or whatever oh. and hit my lips. And it oh. went, like, my teeth went almost through. Like, And I had this huge oh. fat lip for, like, the next two days. Oh, and, like, ouch. I was, you know, 30. And I'm like, I'm like a 30 year old walking around with a fat lip <laughs> from a pop show in a mosh pit. <laughs> I have to go to work tomorrow. Like, I don't know how to explain this one. That's crazy. Normally, you only get a fat lip at a Sum 41 show. Yes. Anyway, guys, here oh, we go. Thank very you. Nice. Thank you. I will be Wonderful. Here that all was week. so good. Oh, <laughs> Thank my you. God. So good. We have no choice that's but sort to of, roll. That sort of makes up for the part where we were hitting our heads into the mic. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, it was so good. We have no choice but to end this and move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. 
Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Reina, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? You know, I had a really hard time deciding what to talk about today. Because uh, <laughs> just so much is things. going on. Yeah, two things yeah, is great. I mean, <laughs> Do it all. Social media is care. a beautiful place right now, uh, <laughs> as I'm sure you're, you're aware. Yeah, um, great place to there's, be. There's kind of two things I was thinking about, but one of them, first of all, that jumped out right away. Aaron O'Toole, the Canadian election is happening, oh. which is always a thrilling time. Uh, <laughs> yes. And it's my first time being abroad during the Canadian election because I'm in Philly now. Um, and Aaron O'Toole talking about poppers uh, so far has been my favorite thing. Have you seen this video? I, I haven't seen the video. I just saw the tweet going around and I was like, yeah. what is the content for this? Dan, can you pull up maybe, the video so we can see it? Wait, I was there a video? It. I, mean, I, 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 I read... I think there is a video. I think there is a video. Yeah. He's talking about how he like supports the LGBTQ community uh, yeah. and then talks about how poppers should be made legal because uh, someone asks him about poppers and it's just Wait, like what? Yeah. Like, it's like the last thing I would expect. Only a, like, why would you ask him that? <laughs> it's amazing. Well, it's also <laughs> just like that is such a Canadian conservative thing to do to be like, you know how I'm going to win the LGBTQ vote? <laughs> By legalizing like poppers. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? I mean, I guess legalize them. Like, whatever. I but guess. Like, but, like, how about we start with, uh, like, you know, discrimination or whatever. <laughs> we can, you know, work our way back to poppers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also the, just the idea that, like, if you ask him something, he has to, like, suddenly formulate a position on it. So, like, if you wanted to ask him about something else that was insanely embarrassing, you could yeah. do that. And he'd have to be like, yes, I think we should legalize that or I don't think we should. And just like bringing up poppers. I just feel like I never expected a Canadian politician to say the words poppers should be legal on yeah. camera. I'd be interested in asking him about safe injection sites right after that to see what he says. Yeah, about that. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, it, it feels it has that kind of same energy uh, as the, the, the BC or, or when COVID was first happening and they were first starting to like ease the restrictions and they were like, if you're going to get your dick sucked, it should be in a glory hole. Like it was like that yeah. kind oh, yeah. of, you know, it yeah. was like oh, that. I forgot about it was that. like the same, it's like the same kind of energy of like, are you it, really, we're just talking about that now? Okay. Like, just, yeah, that's cool. It, yeah. It, it reminds me of being like, you know, 17 and wanting to go to a party and my mom being like, I'll buy your booze. So you're not getting it from someone else. Like she yeah. would like get me like a four pack of Vex and like I would Vex. get to take that. Nice. Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> and like, just cause she's like, well, I don't want you hanging out around on LCBO trying to get a beer or something. <laughs> I, uh, one of the definitely, I think I've, I'm almost sure I've told the story on the show before, but I, maybe I haven't. So I'll t say it again, but easily one of my favorite interactions I ever had with a teenager was outside of a BC liquor store. Oh yeah. And the, yeah, I think and, you have, this is really good. And there yeah. was just this like kid standing up. He's probably like 17 or whatever. And he was like, Hey man, can you uh, like buy me some beer or whatever? And I was like, no, sorry, man, I'm a teacher. And he was like, Oh yeah, no worries, man. For sure. Absolutely. No problem. Like he was like, so it was just like the most respect. He's like, Oh yeah, obviously you're a teacher. I totally get it. You can't buy me boot. Like, you know, it wasn't, there wasn't the rest. He was almost like just stopped short of calling me, sir. Like it was just this like very wholesome, like, Oh yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll wait for someone who has like a, you I'll know, wait for like a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll, wait, I'll wait for someone who, doesn't have a job working with teenagers it's totally no problem at all it was oh, yeah man. it was very funny very yeah. respectful that's so, so good what a nice young yeah. man i wish you would try to you didn't try to sell me poppers or anything like i that. saw that justin trudeau is saying uh hey we'll give you 10 days of paid sick leave uh if we win 
if if uh, if, <laughs> Smart, if I so win, ominous. we'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love that. I mean, I guess you could just do it now. I mean, realistically, but... yeah, I guess he could do it now. You're right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's that so was funny. a good. That was like uh, when Christy Clark here in BC waited until like a week before the election to be like, oh yeah, well, I can't remember what the thing was, but it was like, was oh, it, it was Uber. It, yes, it was Uber, and and she knew she was losing, and so her like last ditch thing, like a week before the election, was like, oh, if you elect me, I'll I'll legalize. And Uber. It, it was also to get rid of that uh, oh, that like high school. Uh, oh yeah, whatever that bullshit was, where you had With to her- do like. I mean, you had to like have like a portfolio of like all the stuff you did, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. God, that was stupid. Great stuff, uh, Raina. Uh, what was your other? You said you had two things. Well, the other one is more of a personal one. Oh, love uh, that. So great. I, I, like, I, I host this NPR show, uh, very yeah. serious public radio. Uh, but my Instagram is full of guys asking me for pictures of my feet. Um, which is something that no, okay. uh, at first I was like, "That's funny." So. Let me give you a little background. Uh, and I know this might be gross for me to describe my feet on your podcast. I mean, there's definitely but... going to be people listening who will not think that at all. <laughs> so do you know what a bunion is? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're not gross. It's just a bone mutation on your foot that yeah. kind of like makes your your big toe joint where it connects to the foot. Yeah. Is like big, big. I, I'm so sort I, of like I, all, my, all my knowledge of it is from like watching cartoons as a kid, and there would always be a joke about like an old lady or like an old grandma being like, "Oh, like can you rub my bunions for like 25 cents?" And I was like, <laughs> so, yeah. "Okay, I guess that's funny." I'm like 10. And I so <laughs> like I've had them since I was like 10 years old, and yeah. I basically and so you know in pictures of me, especially in the summer, if I'm like barefoot, you can kind of tell that they're there, and so I have these guys who are like. Bunyan lover 69 yes. being like, can I pay you? Can I pay you? I like, I'll pay for your pedicures. I'll pay for uh, photos. And so recently I went to a foot doctor and he was like, you know, if you're having discomfort when you walk, you should think about getting surgery and it's the States. And I have no idea how much that surgery is going to cost. And now suddenly I'm like, maybe I should get these guys <laughs> who love them yes. so much. Send them the photos. Yes. They pay me to get them removed. Like they're yes. screwing themselves over yes. in this sort of weird circular justice that would happen. So that's something that's been on my mind. That's a good uh, idea. You should do that. I know. Um, <laughs> so uh, comedian Nikki Glazer, also past guest of this show. Uh, she had a show for a couple seasons on Comedy Central called Not Safe with Nikki Glazer, where she would like kind of explore different sexual things. And one of the episodes she did was foot fetishes. And she also has really bad bunions. And so she was sort of surprised, almost maybe similar to you, that people liked like she was like, oh, I don't have to worry about guys being into my feet because my feet are disgusting and no guy would ever want them. And then she went to this like foot fetish conference and there were like guys who were like, let me rub your butt. Like, please let me touch your bunions. And like, this is like, they're so, and yeah, there's like a clip where she's like interviewing this guy as he's rubbing her bunions. (laughs) And he's like, Like, your feet are so beautiful. Like this is unbelievable. And all like, Yeah. See, I'm not sure if I want to actually send them. I'm like, I go back and forth on this like <laughs> idea because I'm like, I don't know. I feel like a, I don't know how my, you know, people at NPR would feel about this. Could be great publicity. <laughs> no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. Very sexy NPR promotion. True. Uh, but also more than that, uh, like they, they'll post it with like your name and stuff sometimes. Like you don't want any identifying details. So I'm like kind of, I don't know. But I was thinking I should just take a whole bunch just in case get them removed and just like have those in my back pocket. If I like lose my job someday. 
Yeah, and I can smart. You mean you'd have the, the bunions, bunions in your books. in your back pocket? I'll <laughs> yeah, keep the bunions, they, yeah, yeah, and I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll sell them because you can get them re- like reattached. Yeah, if you needed to. So. Yeah, it's wow. like, uh, you know, it's like me freezing my sperm or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like kind of same deal if yeah. I was going to get yeah. a vasectomy just or whatever. You, know, yeah. you never know. Yeah. Just in case. Like, are you, are you on WikiFeet? Like, have you made it I, to the... Okay. I didn't know this until recently, but I am. Somebody okay. has put me on there. So wow. you're, so, uh, it's I a mean, very limited... Is... It's a very limited uh, profile. Let me just, I'm just going to look at it right now. I remember, going, <laughs> I, I remember looking at it. Oh, there's one photo of me. And uh, my rating is two and three quarters stars. Just okay feet. Oh, so like okay. not, and then my ratings. So people rate, there's been six ratings. So like, this is like, this is like F level celebrity. What's happening here? <laughs> six, six ratings on it. One beautiful, one for nice, two for okay. Zero for bad, and then two for ugly, which oh. is which is wild because the actual picture you can barely see my feet in it. So I feel like it's actually just them talking about me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, wow. uh, Dan pulled it up for us, and uh, he tried to rate your feet five, but he wasn't logged in. So uh, <laughs> you know, I guess you got to be a member. You don't get Dan, the can you, yeah, can you use one of your feet. passwords? Yeah, or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, so do you think this kind of all just started once you started being on NPR and, and that was sort of when people were deciding that they wanted to track you down for this? I'm not sure. I'm not, I, I don't know when this like accelerated to the level it's at now. Um, I did, I did tweet about the, bun- the one bunion lover Instagram guy uh, <laughs> several months ago and people were laughing at that. So maybe like other people in the bunion community uh, saw those tweets and then right. went to my profile. I have no idea. I do like this thing on this Wikifeet thing. It says people who liked Raina Duris's feet also liked Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Thank <laughs> well, you. There you go. That's that's actually that's very high compliment because I assure you, if I was on any sort of site that was about my body, they wouldn't be like, "Oh, you like John Cullen's this? How about Jason Momoa?" Like, no, there's, <laughs> no one's. There's no. It's not happening for me. So, congratulations, Raina. Stefan, what's going on Thank on your you social so media? Um, do you know? Do you guys know who Josh Mandel is? You ask me that, like I would know. Well, I okay. So like the best guess I would have for you is, oh, is that Howie Mandel's son? Like I wouldn't. <laughs> that's have a good any, guess. I don't know. Uh, he's like a he's like an Ohio politician. He's running okay. for okay. Uh, Congress, I think, and okay. he's running against um, uh, JD Vance. And just oh, like, oh, it, he is. Yeah, and he's okay. and he's just like absolutely trouncing him. Uh, but it's very funny because like Josh Mandel is like very very stupid. Okay, and I think that's where. <laughs> Like he's, his, a, his he's a Republican is. guy. He's like totally nuts. Um, but he did. Uh, he had a really good post uh, a couple days ago. So he's doing the classic, uh, you know, running for office thing where you're going to like restaurants and like uh, diners and stuff. Sure. And you're meeting people and <laughs> kissing so, hands and yeah, and shaking so, babies. And so he goes. Uh, he's in Perrysburg, Ohio. Uh, oh. oh. I love that. This is anyway, this is the story. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Perrysburg, Ohio at inside the five is a cool brewery started by two NFL vets, great food and spirited waitresses. Uh, and so he's got a picture of him with one of the servers. And he, and he said, even though, even though Brienne was sick today, she came to work because she knew they were short servers. These are the type of American workers that make our country strong. 
So, uh, oh my gosh! I mean, no, <laughs> no, it's the opposite of that. Even That's... in uh, like pre-pandemic times, it's a bad idea to come to work sick, obviously. Yes. Uh, and sometimes, obviously, you're in a situation where you can't avoid it if if you really need a paycheck, and obviously, it shouldn't be that way or anything. But to do that now. <laughs> And to post that now, it's is also just, just weird that he's sitting in there and he's like, "Wait, did I just hear that server cough? Well, get her over here. Get her. I want to because yeah. he has a photo with her. Because I think it's he's like, very much get that photo op. Get like her an, over an here. An anti-vax guy, obviously, obviously yeah. and all that stuff too. But uh, yes, yeah, so so then <laughs> the the, uh, the Twitter account for the brewery deleted their entire account <laughs> uh, and said that they they released a statement saying, "Hey, we sent her home uh, with with pay or whatever. Like, we take this stuff seriously." And then the next like day was Josh Mandel just like talking shit about this brewery being like, oh, you guys like cave to like the woke mob. Oh, you guys boy. are like cowards. What's so just like ruining this, <laughs> what this just, brewery's what business. This guy comes, they're, they're like uh, the campaign reaches out and is like, can we come in and take a few pictures? And they're just like, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, we'll, we'll get our name out there like that couldn't hurt. And he just like literally just destroys their entire business and like social. It's so good. And he and someone uh, found a post of his from like two weeks ago where um, he was like, uh, oh, I'm, I'm uh, I got my haircut uh, at, at like nine, 9 p.m. At, at like this guy's house, like this unlicensed barber. He didn't say unlicensed barber, but like that was that's clearly what it the was. Implication. And he like put his like he tweeted out like his address and everything, oh I guess, to presumably drive business to him. But it's also like. Well, he's like an unlicensed barber too. So like, what are you, you're blowing up his spot. Like his bio is insane. Also first statewide official in Ohio to support president Trump Marine censored by Twitter and Facebook fighting to protect the Judeo Christian bedrock of America. And he's again, he's, and he's running for set. Like this is insane. And he's, and he's and like, he's winning? he's winning by like a lot. Like he's going to just easily win. Uh, oh my wow. God. Yeah. Man. It's, I mean, and he's just posting just like the normal, MAGA stuff, basically, but uh, like I saw many businesses will he destroy along the way. It's uh, it's incredible. (laughs) It was it's just so funny. Oh, Um, my God. Yeah, that's wild. Dan, can you go back to his tweets for one sec? I feel like I saw another one. Yeah, right here. A sportsman of Mahoning Valley are straight patriots giving away a gun every two minutes. One hundred and seventy (laughs) five guns total. $250,000 $250,000 raised for conservation. I don't know how that last <laughs> thing is connected. Then there's a picture of him with an old man wearing a really heinous outfit. Oh, man. I, oh, I think guy. sometimes with like conservation and guns, it'll be like a hunting organization. Yes. And then yeah. like, they'll it, yeah. refer to that as like conservation, which Cra- is very funny. Crazy. God damn. He yeah. definitely, I will say too, looking at these pictures, it does look like he got his haircut in an unlicensed barber. It does. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> does. <laughs> very, very bad. Haircut. It's not good. Yeah. No, uh, John, I'm excited for your social media update well, because it's something that I feel like we haven't had enough of on the internet recently. Yeah, just uh, dumb people being dumb, but like not, but in in, a, like a, in just a fun funny, way. Just I mean, a I was going to say harmless. Fun way. It's harmless to the people That's watching nice. it. It's, it's not harmless. It's not harmless to them. No. So, Reina, have you heard of the milk crate challenge? I feel like I have heard of it, but whenever there's like a challenge, I just, I can't bring myself to go look it up. No, that's so fair. This curious. isn't this is this uh, isn't for like charity or anything. Yeah. This is like cool. Yeah, oh. this is more just people being very stupid. Yeah. But the um okay. the yeah, Dan's gonna Dan'll post a few tweets in the in the Zoom chat here. But basically, uh it's just a bunch of guys uh they stack pyramids of milk crates. <gasps> 
So and it's already oh. high. Like they're yeah. like seven. The highest one high. is seven. Oh, high. it just keeps going. Yeah. Yes. So oh, it goes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, for those of you, I mean, obviously, we can't show you the video at home, but essentially, you make a pyramid. It starts with one milk crate, then two, then three, then four, then five, then six, then seven, <sighs> then six, then five, then four, then three, then two, then one. Then the challenge is to walk from one. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my did you god. did you see the one where the guy lands on his tailbone? Not yet. Okay. Is, oh, wait, is that the one that's like where he's balanced on the top for yeah. someone? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The other one like, is the guy, the guy falling this? on it his head. It never ends well. It's so funny. I, yeah. I love the, it. The guy shaking on the top for like a full 15 seconds yes. before he goes down. It's really special. It's so nice. Oh, my god. Because you're just like, this guy's standing up there and he's like, well, he like he's thinking this whole time. I got no chance, guys. Oh, I'm, oh. oh yeah. The the and like on concrete too. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, surprised. Oh, because oh. most of them they're doing in like a in like a yard or something, yes. right? Which is like okay, that's reasonable. I mean, obviously you want to try and like fall to the side if you can. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of them are there. They end up falling you know, onto the crates and the crates are very, they hurt. They're very sharp. They're I've fallen on, plastic. I used to work at Safeway. I've fallen yeah. on crates before and yeah. it doesn't feel and good. Like it's, it's, I think it's like the perfect sort of online challenge thing because it does look like one of those things where you're like, Oh, I could do that. That seems easy. Yeah, you, just, you just kind of run up really fast. Like how hard could it be? But like they, Oh <laughs> my God. Oh, I mean, yeah, they, <laughs> I, I like most people I feel like don't even get to the top no the top and level. then so we can go Dan if you go to the top we can go to the best tweet about the milk crate challenge oh the, where uh, yeah <laughs> this is just from this is from uh, oh Dan clicked something and now we're not at it anymore okay here we go <laughs> so this this is a tweet and this this is the one that's really gone viral it's got 50,000 uh, retweets from surveillance surveillance studios a man by the name of White Mike has set a new world record being the first person to complete the oh, milk no. crate challenge while rolling a blunt. It really is so And good. he is just like, he's literally rolling a joint, not even really looking at the milk crates while doing it. But I think the, that's maybe the strategy is like, yeah. he's he's just looking, he's got he's got the blunt down in front of him and he's just focused on the blunt, right? Yeah. And so also, he, he's got to make sure the his, blunt's not like moving around. He's keeping it steady, right? He also, like, compared to the other two guys, looks like he has uh, a lot more core strength. Yes. yes. He is in good shape, yeah, I A bit more of an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Too, yeah. yeah. White White Mike won the won the block Olympics a few different he, times. Yeah, he looks this, pretty strong. That's so, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, we got to try this. You like, he's just hanging time, out right? at the very top. Uh, I would try totally it. Totally still. Yeah. I mean, I got curling balance, so. Yeah, you might actually be able to do I, it. I think I could do it. Yeah. It, it seems like it would be doable. God, I love this. See this, you're falling for it right now. Like yeah, <laughs> you I know. saw people totally eat shit doing yeah. this. <laughs> this is me watching a game at the carnival and I'm like, well, I could win the giant minion. For sure I could. I could we could do we could do it. We could try it up at the cabin next weekend. At Hornby? Yeah. If we just have to we have to get, we have to get like, like 50 30, milk crates. 30 milk crates yeah. But other than that, yeah. like that's the other thing. I don't know where these guys are getting them. Well, all. I was looking online for like wholesale like milk crates, and they're like 10 bucks each. Yeah. You need like you're gonna pay like six hundred bucks yeah, to get all these milk crates. We so. can't afford that. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. This yeah. Is, this video has been watched five point one million times, by the way. The white mic I mean, one? It's, yeah. it's worth the white it. mic one. It's yeah. a, it's impressive. He's a legend. He's yeah. rolling a joint. You know, that's how you do it. God damn. I love that. That's congratulations so nice. to wow. White Mike. Uh, congratulations to us. And congratulations to Raina, who got blocked. Let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? 
You brought receipts, Blocktail. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a Blocktail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a Blocktail. Raina, the floor is yours. You haven't, I haven't actually, I don't know what your block is. Sometimes the guests tell us you didn't, you didn't. So I don't know. I have no, go ahead. The floor is yours. I'm excited. So uh, I actually, I don't know if I believe in manifestation, but uh, <laughs> I feel like I manifested this because a few months ago I said out loud, I would love to be on Blocked Party to talk about Joe Warmington. Uh, and then it happened. I don't know if you Whoa. know who Joe Warmington is. Who did you say this out loud to? How did this come I up? I said this to, to my boyfriend, John. Amazing. Uh, we got to have John and- on too, by the way. I know where John is, is on our list. He's he'll be on soon, but you know, he's been blocked by like way more people. Than me, <laughs> <trust> me, <so. laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I don't know if you're familiar with Joe Warmington. Um, I'm not. He he, he's a Toronto newspaper guy who's like big, like Rob Ford, okay. Doug Ford. Oh yeah, yeah. and he's like yes. very stupid, right? Like just a oh, classically yeah. so, like, dumb was, guy. If if he was on a scale from like uh, from like one to Christy Blatchford, like where are we talking here? Oh, like he is. He writes at like a first grade reading level. Okay, kind. okay. Like it's not like it's all I it's need to not, know. Yeah, because um, whereas Christy Blatchford had bad opinions and like she could still write a column sure. that was like, okay, you, you can write. Right. Uh, so it's more this, of a Rosie DeMano situation. Yeah. It's a little bit closer to that, but <laughs> yeah. even worse. Okay, um, so for, for people who don't know the Toronto sun is, is about as close to like a tabloid as you can be uh, as a city newspaper. Um, and he's kind of like their their star reporter <laughs> in some senses. <laughs> they, uh, he calls himself the scrawler which is also great. Um, sure. He wears a fedora. Or he did for a long time. Of course he does. Uh, so like a little, little reporter's hat. Um, does he and, have like the band with like the like press thing? Uh, <laughs> that would rock. He, I am not sure if he ever actually, for a long time his avatar on uh, Twitter was like a comic of a man with that hat and like a press <laughs> thing in it. Sure. And then he would just wear his fedora and I'm not sure if he ever actually had the card in it. Oh. Um but yeah, he covers a lot of things. Uh, in, he t- he writes about buffets a lot. He'll usually cover stories, but like he always sort of ends up in like a pub or a buffet somehow. <laughs> and so like he'll be like, the debate last night was great. And people were very pleased with the buffet. And like <laughs> writing about a buffet. Um, and, you know, for a long time, I think it was at the beginning of COVID last year, he was writing about how the closures were hurting people. And he always ended up writing about obviously the pub that he just went to that was like near his house <laughs> called Mulligans owned by a guy whose name was like Russ Hugglestone. And he would <laughs> quote him all the time. And, it, and then he also wrote a lot about Hooters and he was like, it would be like, you know, they have to reopen. So places like Hooters and Barry can, you know, continue <laughs> to provide their exemplary service and serve their delicious wings. Oh and God. like, it'd be like a picture of like the girls at Hooters. And it <laughs> oh, was, uh, sounds yeah. Beautiful. So he, 
he always sort of found a way to like work in just like him wanting to drink a beer somewhere. <laughs> um, and he's incredible on Twitter because he will post, he'll like go out to events and he'll take pictures with his phone that I'm still convinced he has no idea how to use. So it'll be like some, like part of someone's leg and then like some blurry police tape in the background. He'll be like, I'm on the scene. And <laughs> it's very much like my pit, like my mom will send, uh, we have like our family group chat and uh, she'll send photos and like the last, I mean, she's going to hear this and this is probably the first she's going to hear it. Cause I haven't, I've never told her in the group <laughs> chat. So she's going to, maybe this will change. Oh, good. Her I'm at- looking forward to going away with your parents next weekend. We're going to hear all about this, but she, she always <laughs> takes pictures and they're just like obscured by her thumb. Like the, the entire oh, like, yeah, bottom it's corner. Just like that. Yeah. And she sent us a picture recently of my dad out like swimming at like the beach from like very, very far away with like the lower like third completely blurred out and my dad just looked like a cryptid like it looked like a picture yeah. of like a sasquatch from like a mile away so it's but like that's what all his photos are like right like yeah they're all like that um and uh Jesse Hawken I don't know if you know Jesse Jesse Hawken on Twitter yeah. he's kept a collection of like Joe Warmington's greatest hits as a thread yeah. for years um which I since I'm blocked I can't see his tweets anymore but he always will post it so I can uh, see them again. So thank you to Jesse if you're hearing this. But there are some like incredible ones. There was one where he like Joe tweeted just "Come on Eileen" and then the link to a Google search for the song <laughs> "Come on Eileen." And it's like I don't even understand how you did this. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> and then there's this one from uh, October third, twenty sixteen. Joe Warmington tweeted, "Need computer help." When you use Firefox, can you Google something? How do you get it to do that? It says Amazon instead. Any suggestions? That's what? Wait, sorry. Can you read that again? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Need computer help. When you use Firefox, can you Google something? How do you get it to do that? It says Amazon instead. Any suggestions? Oh, my God. Like, what? Okay, I think I've got the the thread of uh, from from Jesse. And there, I mean... These are just, yeah. It's I, incredible. There's the, yeah, when you use Firefox. I mean, when you use Firefox, can you Google something? <laughs> incredible. It's just. No, they banned Google on Firefox. And then it says Amazon instead, which tells me he has like all like the extra toolbars installed, you know? Like, you know, yes. when, like, I, I don't bon- think. Like Bongo Buddy and stuff? Yeah. Like that Bonzi, Bonzi, Bonzi buddy, buddy. And yeah, <laughs> I yep. mean, oh, that's so good. That's oh good. Oh, God. The, the other thing, too, it's like he's dumb, right? But he's also uh, very supportive of like really messed up right wing stuff like Faith yes. Goldie or like the Fords. Uh, and uh, he was very against any kind of lockdowns, is very skeptical of, you know, vaccines. And that's what, so he's also he's dumb, but he's also sort of dangerous because there's a whole bunch of people who think he's great. And yeah. he's like this shoe leather reporter who's like out there on the streets getting the truth. Yeah. But he's uh just kind of dumb. Um, I, I do have one so, really good one from from Jesse here, and this is a link to. I guess this this was the headline, maybe. Uh, but <laughs> this is Joe Warmington link, linking to his story. Give cops medals for efforts to stop park sex. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Oh, oh here, here's another great one from May twenty uh, fifth, twenty twenty one. So not that long ago, and I think this was when I feel like there was like a. 
I want to say some kind of anti-vax, anti-restrictions thing, but I can't remember what weekend it was. It says, I have news, images, slash video from the weekend, but can't seem to get them to post. Day three now. It's not clear if this is a glitch or intended. Has this happened to others? Anybody have an explanation or suggestion? (laughs) Like, he's implying that, like, it's, he's being silenced because he can't upload his Yeah, like Twitter is, yeah. Oh my God, that's incredible. (laughs) It's fantastic. And oh, he was also big behind the, um, remember the voting machine thing after the American election, Dominion voting? Yes. He was the one who was like staking out the Dominion voting where he thought the offices were on Spadina in downtown Toronto. He would like go out and sit there. And obviously that ended up not being, like I think people got sued for. Yeah you know, slandering Dominion voting. Yeah. And he was a part of that as well. So he's wild. Um, and then I guess I don't remember exactly what it was that got me blocked. But when I was working a morning show years and years ago at another employer that I'm not going to name on the podcast, I would wake up, uh, you know, at four in the morning and I would check Twitter and there would like, always be like a Joe tweet at the top and I'd be grumpy and I'd be looking at it and I would always reply and I'd be like, what are you talking about? Or like, <laughs> this is super stupid or whatever. And like gradually would just like, I would do this all the time. Um, one day I took a picture of a newsstand and it was when it was like this, the Toronto Sun newsstand and there was a story that just like Ford Fest, which was coverage of Rob Ford and Doug Ford's big barbecue that they would have every year. And it's covered as like headline news by the Toronto Sun. That's really funny. That's just like so funny on its face. (laughs) It's so great. And I just tweeted that picture and it said, not a real newspaper. And then he started getting into it with me about how many followers I had. And then his like uh, fans or whatever started to like, you know, dump on the place that I worked, which was a popular punching bag for people who read that newspaper. And, uh, it was like, it turned into an actual, like sort of fight back and forth. I had a meeting at work where I had to promise to stop antagonizing Joe Warmington. Online. <laughs> ah, <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> and I guess like, I mean, I, I mostly slowed down on it, but every now and then I, I would like, couldn't stop myself. And eventually he just he got sick of it, which I almost can't blame him because it would be like, imagine every day you wake up and at 4 a.m. someone is already calling you an idiot. Like, before I'm actually you shocked he like figured out how to block someone on Twitter. Well, like, that's the thing. It doesn't check out really, does it? Well, yeah. so like, I bet that's what happened. I bet he like was so mad for so long, like would have blocked you way before yeah, that, that could be it. but he couldn't, he didn't know that that was even an option. And then maybe he like saw a tweet about it or someone at, at work was like, Oh yeah, I blocked this guy. And then he was like, need help. Want to block someone on Twitter. Does anyone know how to do this <laughs> with like a link yeah. to a Google search or whatever? Oh and then, wow. That's Here's wild. another great one. September 21st, uh, 2015. Is this a DM? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. I, I get, uh, I get a lot of, um, so I have a, I have a curling specific Twitter account as well, uh, because I used to be a semi-professional curler. And so I tweet about curling over there and, and, uh, I follow obviously like a ton of curlers and there's definitely like quite a few older curlers who don't know the difference between a D de- like, you'll definitely get like just 11 PM. Like, 
yeah, I'm outside my room at the hotel. Where are you trying to meet up with you? What's going, you know, and (laughs) that's just like a public tweet. And then I'll just be like, oh, looks like uh, someone (laughs) didn't know this. And yeah, it's, you see that all the time. I don't know how, I don't know why for older people specifically, that seems to be a big distinction. But I remember in the early days of Twitter, when you used to be able to tweet by text, you remember that? Then I yes. remember oh, that. Yeah. That was when it used to happen a lot because people would think that they were putting in the command in the text to make it a DM or whatever, right. and then they screwed up. Yeah. But like now, if you're using a Twitter it's app, it seems obvious. almost impossible to screw that up. Yeah. Like, God, that rocks. That's a the, great. The thing that's is, a great block The thing is about Joe is that he's still tweeting all the time, and I can't see it. And I actually am sort of sad that I got blocked, <laughs> even though I probably. I kind of saw it coming, but like, I do wish that I could still see his tweets. He's just a uniquely weird tweeter. And, uh, so if he hears this, uh, please unblock. I think a lot of our American listeners will, will enjoy discovering the world of Joe. Yeah. No kidding. That's a great one. Thank you, Raina. We have a good, uh, listener block this week as well. It's just a quick one. Uh, this is from our friend Gumby. Uh, they've written newsletters for us before and, and I believe they've also been a listener block before. And this is just a nice short and sweet one. Hey, blocked boys. I recently started hopping into my friend's Twitch stream and helping them do some promotion on it while finding places to post about it. I found out that Wendy's started a gaming discord. It turns out their moderators aren't great, so they never suppressed the command that says ev- that sends everyone in their 10,000-person server a notification <laughs> if you tag everyone. And so I wrote, at everyone, let's get it started. Ha, let's get it started in here with a link to the Twitch stream. Within 30 seconds, I was banned from the Wendy's Gaming Discord. <laughs> oh. Love the show. Hope you're doing well, Gumby. That's really good. <laughs> Very good one. Thank you, Gumby, for sending that. Who knew that Wendy's had a gaming Discord? Uh, unbelievable god uh thank you for sending that in gumby if you're listening and you have a block you want to send in you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website you can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party where five dollars a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month this week it's the long-awaited debut of block party D 2 we're going to be playing paranoia with carlos maza carla ma and raquel belmonte and josh burgle will be back as our dm uh, it's going to be very stupid and very exciting, and and we're stoked for that. So that'll be out this week. And then, as promised, after my father made an appearance on this program, Stefan's parents will be joining us uh, the week after that for a very special mailbag episode. So it's going to be a great time. We're we're going we're doing a little block party corporate retreat yeah. <laughs> to uh, <laughs> Stefan's parents' cabin. Producer Dan's going to be joining us. Becca, uh, Stefan's partner Irene, are going to go hang out with Stefan's family for a few days up on. Uh, a nice uh, Gulf Island out here in Vancouver. So that's going to be really nice and, and fun. And we're going to record a few episodes. So it's going to be a good time. So you can check all that out at patreon.com slash block party. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. And if you like the show, tell a friend rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to the show. All of that good stuff uh, is great for us. Reina, we're here at the end of the show. We always like to finish out the show. Finish out the show. You caught yourself out there. and off. It was very that's close. Fine. Yeah. I always like to finish out the show with a top, now Reina, i know you were you were stressing about this a bit because um, I think you're the first guest in history to ask to see the top three whiteboard. <laughs> um, you know, we we have a whiteboard in the studio where we have every top three on it. 
And I mean, you didn't know that you just asked if we had a list of all the top threes, but I think you are the first guest to ask. So like, I'm excited. I feel like you, you know, you're, you're now like a studied, a learned member of the blocked party top three club here. Well, listen, I can't find the list I had, but I made like a full list of like possible top threes I could use. So if you ever need one, uh, I have a whole bunch. Great. Um, But when it came down to it, the one that I felt like might get the best answers was um, what are the top three game shows you think you would absolutely slay at? Like the three game shows you think you'd be the best at. That is great. I mean, I love I love game shows. Um, you know, I mean, for me, it's mostly like American Ninja Warrior, uh, Wipeout, you know, things of physical. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Reyna, what is your uh, number three? What's your number three that you think you would slay at? So my first one was Family Feud. I think I'd yes. be really, really good at Family Feud. I'm usually pretty good at guessing what like the most popular answer to something will be. Sure. So, yeah, that's mine. it's also fun that like family feud is kind of horny now so you'd actually like have fun being on the show too because it feels like every now that they just have figured out that steve harvey mugging to stuff is like exciting well and they're asking questions that are like looking they're like oh, fishing for, for sure it's like uh for sure what, what is uh the name of this white stuff that comes out of your penis when you uh have an orgasm <laughs> yeah exactly. and then someone's like uh come and then and steve harvey's like whoa, whoa, whoa you can't say that oh my god on. what whoa, <laughs> whoa come on whoa. yeah i could be good at doing at answering like the the yeah. nasty stuff I think. their whole i mean their whole the whole thing that family feud is doing now is just trying to get people to say dick yes and then when they say dick Steve Harvey's like, okay. It's like, you know, like I love it. Honestly, if you if you didn't have a pencil, what's something on your body that you could write with? You know, and then someone's like, uh, Steve, you're ding dong. And Steve's like, oh my God, it's a ding dong. (laughs) It's great though. I actually love that they like fully embraced it. It's very good. It's very good. What's your what's your number three stuff? Before you go on, I just want to clarify that a game show can be anything where you can win money. Okay. Right, so it doesn't. It can okay. be things like Survivor, things like that too, can be considered can games count. if you want to go there. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna say I forget the name of it, but it's it was a Japanese game show, and they made an American version of it. MXC. It, well, <laughs> I, it's it's like it's like similar in terms of in terms of what the game is, and it's the one where the the wall is coming towards you, and you have to make the shape to like fit through oh, the hole in yes, the wall. Yes. Um, and I think I would be good at that because I'm I'm like kind of a I'm like a little wiry guy. Yeah, you're you know? wi- yeah, you're lanky. So I I think I think your I'd ACL be, injury might that might would fuck maybe you, yeah if I had to do like a lot of like yeah yeah sort so of bendy. But I think I could I yeah, think I could be, I could be decent at that. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Good. I forget the name of the show, but it is it does exist. It is a real show. Yeah, how fast does the wall move? Starts out pretty slow and then I think it gets going it gets faster. Pretty quick, so you yeah. don't have much time to like. And I'm not sure. Is switch. it the whole show or is it a piece of? I think a, that's a, the. A, that's I think that was the whole, the whole show. show. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Do you get yeah. knocked into something? Yeah, like... you get knocked into like a pool or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Nice. John, uh, my number three: deal or no deal. No, just imagine <laughs> I just pick one. It's just completely luck. Yeah. I would crush <laughs> at deal or no deal. Uh, my number three is uh you know what we just watched this on stream with uh with lb the other night i was gonna i, I did his stream as well yeah the game i did show a, stream. a, so I did I a game show stream that that I'm very gonna, fun yeah. uh i am going to go with match game um Ooh. because okay. i mean match game is just like you know if you've never seen it there's a six comedian panel uh, they they do questions it's usually a fill in the blank type question and then you have to match 
the celebrities on the panels answer. And I think I would be good at because not only have I watched a lot of episodes of Match Game, but I think I would, as a comedian, I would sort of also know the instinct that most of the panel would have for like, what's a funny answer? Because usually people try to answer it properly, but but funnily that's what that's sort of the like yeah. the, the gist of the show so i think that i would sort of be right in the kind of like you know right in the wheelhouse there of, yeah. of just like i'm good at at matching anyway but then i would also have the comedian brain of like oh what's also funny yes so i think that's that's my number three that's a good choice your number two um, I wanted to say chopped, but I'm not, I feel like I'm not a good enough chef. I, I cook, I'm not a chef in any way, but like, I feel like I could make, I feel like I could make something out of almost anything that could be in one that's of those impressive. baskets. It that's an impressive. It wouldn't necessarily taste good. Yeah. No, but that's an um, impressive skill because Stefan and I have to do chopped for a bonus episode coming up. And um, I can cook like tooth. I'm going to make pizza. We're both that's petrified it. of it. We're, yeah. we're actually bringing in actual chefs to help us because yeah. we're both very bad at cooking. Yeah. So. Well, uh, wait, so you're bringing in. So how is that going to work? Well, you're, so, you're gonna do so, it well so what's happening here? We're doing a video episode. It was actually commissioned by a listener. Cool, friendly guy. And they've been very patient because what happened was you can pay $100 a month or to tell us what to do for a bonus episode. So the so they paid this like right before COVID happened. So then it was like Stefan and I couldn't record in person for a year and then it was like, where are we going to be able to do it? So we actually have two friends, uh, two comedian friends of mine, actually, that own a restaurant. They own a sandwich place here in Vancouver called Side Hustle Sandwiches. Very good, by the way. If you've never been, you should check it out. It's on Main and 8th. But uh, yeah, so because Stefan and I were like, this is going to be so hard to film in just like a single kitchen in an apartment. I was like, why don't we use the kitchen at Side Hustle? And then both Alex and Devin are chefs, so they can kind of be like our partner. Like, Stefan and I will still do it all, but they can at least tell us, like, this is what I think you should do with this. Because I'm like the opposite of you, Raina. Like, I can cook, but it's only if I follow a recipe. Like, if you just gave me a bunch of stuff, I have no chance of making anything good at all. So that's what I'm hoping Alex and Devin will be like, okay, you have these ingredients, you should make dish X and I'm going to tell you how to make it. But then Stefan and I will still have to do it ourselves. Yes. So it's still going to taste like dog shit. So don't, so that, that, you know, you don't have to worry about that, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. Watching chopped. What I can tell is the trick is usually to like make it into ice cream, put it in the blender. Yeah. Then you're probably fine. Reduce it. Oh, reduce is a big one. Yeah. Make it a streak. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I certainly can't. (laughs) I've been trying to reduce my weight. (laughs) And look how that's going. <laughs> anyway, so Raina, what's your <laughs> what? I'm no. on fire. I'm on fire today, yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm no, taking that one to the bank. You're doing great. Uh, what? Uh, what's your number two? So it's not chopped. No, instead, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a real basic one. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, feel yeah. like that's like that's probably the game I scream at the TV the most if I'm watching it. Yeah. Like are like are you stupid? Don't you see? Just solve it. Just solve it. Uh, yeah. So that's. That yeah. one. And also I like Wheel of Fortune because everyone gets to kind of take the money that they win in the round. It's not like only the winner gets their money. Yeah. You still get like the prizes and stuff that you've money. won. If you won like a trip or something, you still get it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's a good so, call. That's good. 
Stefan? Number two for me. Now, I don't think I would necessarily win at this, but I think I would make for the best episode of all time is Pros versus Joes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, if you don't know what that uh, was, because I don't think it's around anymore, I no. think it was on like Spike TV. Yes. And essentially what it was is it was like professional athletes, usually retired professional athletes, would go up against average Joes who like thought that they could take these pro athletes and whatever their sport was. Uh, and they very, I feel like occasionally they would, cause they would have to win occasionally. And yes. I think they would once in a while, but generally the pros would just, always... well, and usually like the Joe that would win had like played the sport in college. Exactly. Or so. it, it was, was just like, like semi-professional. Oh, athlete. I haven't played yeah. baseball in 20 years, yeah. but I was an all American. Yeah. Uh, but know. I'm just imagining like Troy Polamalu, like decapitating <laughs> me at full speed and ha- how funny that would be. <laughs> I'm imagining it too. Yeah. It would be great. Good. Just getting absolutely decked. It's pretty it, good. I, imagination. I mean, what I think it would be like is, um, I mean, they did it on Jackass a few times, both yes. the movie and the show, but there was one in the show, I think where Johnny Knoxville, uh, had to return a kick against the, yeah. against like USC with like no one blocking for him at all and just gets absolutely trucked yeah. at like full speed. And then it's isn't it so Jared funny. Allen? Jared Allen him. crushes him as well. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and it's great. So I'm excited for the new one where um, I think her name's Danielle O'Toole. She's the Mexican uh, pitcher. Oh like, yeah. Does the, does the, the, nut, the, shot. the nut shot, the yeah. windmill nut shot. Yeah. God, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. Have you not seen <laughs> oh the jackass God. trailer, Raina? Oh, I've seen. Oh, you know what? Sorry. Yes, I have seen that now that I, yes. I was for a second when you were talking about that. I thought you were still talking about sports. And I was like, wait, <laughs> well, sort of. She's the, she's the starting pitcher for the Mexican national right. softball team. So she's. Yeah, yeah. So she just. Yeah, I have seen the trailer and yeah. it looks really good. I'm so oh, I've I'm never so been more excited for a movie. Oh, in my it's going to be honestly. Great. It's like, going to be really. Good. I almost like got like a little choked up watching it. Like at the end, I was like, that's so nice. Like, yeah. It's, they're all back together. It's going to be the best movie going experience of all time. Like I'm calling it now. It's going to be I can't wait. We're, oh, we're go seeing to, it. Yeah, we're going to go together. We're yeah. going to get a little crew together. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yes. John, It'll be good. Number two. My number two is uh, I I'm I'm going to go with Family Feud. I know Raina already said it, but I I particularly think I'd be good at the fast money part of Family Feud. Yeah. Like I watch it and I feel like I'm I'm very quick on my feet. And uh, the questions aren't always that hard. They usually kind of have like two clear, correct answers. So yeah, I feel like I would be good at Family Feud. Get, yeah. we, we would have to win. My family would have to win so I could get to play Fast Money. But yeah, I right. think I'd be good at it. No, it's a good, good pick. You're number one. Number right one. So this one, I feel like only Canadian listeners will remember because I'm pretty sure it was only a Canadian show. Uh, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Yes. Do you remember that game? What? A, oh, of course. Where I, that's, that's American. Where in the world is Carmen was it American? Sandiego? Was it, I, I'm pretty sure it's, yeah. I think it's American. Yeah, Rockapella did the theme yep. song. Steal her soul in South Korea, baby. Great then song. it goes right under from the Red wow. Seas to Greenland. She'll be... Sing in the blues. Sing in the blues. Thank oh you. my God. Yeah, of course. See? I love that show. <laughs> the final round on that show, very hard though. That's the one where you run around with the with, with the, the, the poles thing and you with put the it on different countries. On yep, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's the part where I feel like I'd be good at. Okay. You're good at like, because I'm pretty good at like pointing out things on a map. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the final, if you didn't see it, it, they would have like the map of Africa on the floor and then they would have these like standy like little poles with sirens on the top and then they would just put a country out so just be like egypt and then you would have to put the pole on egypt yeah and when you got it right the siren would light up and i think you had to get six countries in 30 seconds or 45 seconds or whatever it was yeah not easy yeah and i 
I think I do extra well because as a person in my 30s, the game is made for children to play. Yeah. True. So I would do True. very well probably at this point. Yeah. Playing against a bunch of kids. Oh, uh, I loved that show when I was younger. I loved The Chief. I loved Rockapella. Loved it all. Yeah. Great. I used to have that Rockapella song, like the theme song, on a CD. Like a burned mix CD, oh and I God. had it. It was just in there with like regular songs, and then that would just come on in the middle of it. Incredible. Uh, okay. Stefan, your number so, one. So my number one, this is a show I just found out about like two weeks ago when I went on our friend Lydia Burrell's Twitch stream. Yes. Uh, so we were watching a bunch of like old like 1970s game shows, and there's a show called The New Treasure Hunt, okay. which is based on a 50s show called Treasure Hunt. Because uh, that's what they would do in the 70s is they'd reboot stuff and say it was the new version of it. Yeah. Uh, this show is completely insane. Okay. Uh, we didn't watch this when I did his it is, so I don't... It is unreal. Um, so the thing is that the 1970s version, it was women only. And okay. the reason for that... Uh, like the contestants were only women? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, and the reason for that is that... Uh, I mean, this is... Okay. So uh, I think... Chuck Barris was the the producer, and okay. he, there's that that movie about him with Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, the decision of Barris to allow only women in the game was reportedly a safety precaution. He was concerned that a male contestant might become angered by the show's antics uh, and physically <laughs> attack the host or other staffers. <laughs> What? Now, so they wanted women so that they couldn't get hurt. So, like, so that beca- because how, women would be chill about how well, they were like fucking over be- the contestants. They, so, because how the show works is that you would sort of like Price is Right style. They would pick like three random people from the audience. They'd bring them up. They'd give them a. They'd give them a box. One of them. One of the boxes would have a jack in the box in it, and that person was the winner. And then, sort of like deal or no deal, there are all these like uh, like gift boxes uh, like up on the stage. And the stage is like, it's like 1970s colors. It's all, it's very like weird. And, yeah. uh, and so they would go up, uh, and pick one of the boxes, like a big number on it. Uh, and then they'd, they'd come down and they'd open it up and you know, the boxes could have like a, a check for $10,000 in it. Uh, it could have nothing in it. It could have uh, keys to a, a car in it or whatever. Okay. Right? Seems pretty straightforward. Right. Uh, and so what would happen is the host would look into the box and then like, like offer them like other stuff. As well, sort of like deal or no deal, Got where it. it's like, okay, okay, we know what's in here, uh, and then you know the person would choose what do I should I take the deal or do I do I want the box? And they generally would take the box, and then nine times out of ten, I think I watched only we watched a couple episodes of it. There was nothing in the box, or there was like some weird like uh, I, I think he would call them clunkers, okay. uh, the host, and it would be like. Uh, Oh, a set of cutlery. Oh, yeah. Clunks. Yeah. Here we go. Referred to as clunks. Yeah. Several of the boxes also contain booby prizes. Yeah. Referred to as clunks. Okay. Yes. And yeah. so it would be like a set of like shitty like cutlery or something. Right. And then the contestant would be like really upset. And then he'd be like, uh, but you know what? I think you could use this cutlery for your brand new kitchenette. And then it's just like this, you know, the thing would turn around like Price is Right style. You'd see like a kitchen or whatever. And then uh, and then he'd be like, in addition to that kitchen, like you'll also get. But then he'd like take the prize away from you as well. And it just leads you on this. So like there's there's no skill involved. Right. Okay. You pick the box and you're going to get a prize. But it's just the journey you go on. And I think psychologically, I'm, I'm prepared, you're for, prepared that for that journey. You're prepared for that journey. And I don't and I don't think I would attack the host either. But if you get the chance, you should watch. Uh, a clip of it because it's it absolutely crazy. unhinged. John? Oh my God. I well, feel like I would be so 
emotionally like not okay with that. Well, that's like I would embarrass myself with my first reaction of disappointment. Apparently, <laughs> people people like, like fainted oh, during the show. Apparently, and like would get and just would get so upset and like it was because they're really just like he is just really just drawing baiting, it out, baiting. Yeah, huh. yeah. Sounds fun, John. Well, I think I, I know the answer. Well, I think people would expect that I would say Jeopardy. Right. But I would not dominate Jeopardy. No. no. You know, like I would be. I think you do. I think, you I, do think I can make it onto Jeopardy. Sure. I think if I got lucky and I played two bad opponents, I could win a game of sure. Jeopardy. But I wouldn't. I would say of all the people who go on Jeopardy, I would probably be in the like bottom third of the yeah. people. I mean, I would obviously, if I knew I was preparing to go on Jeopardy, I would also study a lot and, you know, hopefully help my chances. Sure. But yeah, I would say I'd be like an okay Jeopardy player. But as far as like dominating a game, I think Pyramid, I think would be my best. That's my number one. I think I would What's be that? extremely good at Pyramid. The $10,000 Pyramid? Yeah, it's like, it was like, like a the celebrity 10, partner the or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. $25,000 Pyramid. So what it is, there's two different types of rounds. So the opening round is you'll get a category... The category will have some sort of cheeky name. Like the category might be like flying high. And then it'll be like six things that remind you of an airport. And then the person has to give you clues, but they can't say the word or like any root word. Right. So, so like number one might be pilot. So they would say like the person who drives the plane and then you go pilot. And then they say, uh, and this is where they land. And then you go runway and then you say, oh, and this is so, and you switch back and forth with your partners and there's six and you have to get six and 20 seconds. So it's really fast. It's really rapid fire. Um, so that uh, is the main round. And then if you make it to the final uh, you, you, you try and make your way up the pyramid. So there's six, it's like the milk crate challenge, really. There's six <laughs> categories. So it goes like three on the bottom two, and then one. And then the further you make it up, the pyramid is the more money you win. And in the final round, it's, you're trying to guess the category. So the person gives you like one word clues. So if it was like things you're trying to find, they might be like pilot runway luggage carousel clerk and then you'd be like oh things you find in an airport and then they're like yes that's right and you get a minute to get all six of them in the final round and my family had an at-home version that we played all the time all the time when we were kids um and in like in into teenage years and i just i think i would be very good at it and i will say led to one of the best moments in our family's history <laughs> where my grandmother was playing, uh, bless her heart. Uh, she's no longer with us, but at the time I, I would say this is probably, I guess I was probably, it's probably like 15 years ago or so. I was probably like 17, 18. So more than that, 20 years almost. But anyway, uh, <laughs> she was, uh, like she ended up dying from Alzheimer's. So she was kind of like, I wouldn't say she didn't fully have dementia yet, but she was starting to like lose it a little bit. So we're playing pyramid. And so, you know, she's going a little slower and uh, I believe the category was something biblical, biblically related. And one of the words was virgin. And her clue for it was, well, I haven't been this in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> Grandma going for it. And our family just lost it. It was just like so funny. Um, and yeah, that was just like we, we talked every time we played Pyramid from then on. That was like the story that we told someone God, new who yeah. like came along. But, but yeah, anyway, uh, Pyramid, great game show. What a interestingly, uh, season of the pyramid was hosted by the recently disgraced 
uh, executive producer of Jeopardy, Mike Richards, yes. who wow. is about to replace Alex Trebek and is now not going to. There you go. Wow. Exactly. It all comes back. It all comes back What a around. great top three. Great top three. Great episode, Raina. A pleasure to have you Thank here. You. Um, what, uh, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? I mean, the show that I host, uh, you can hear it's called World Cafe. Uh, if you are in Canada, you can listen online at worldcafe.org. Uh, you can download and subscribe to the World Cafe podcast. Um, if you are listening in the States, check out your public radio station. You can hear it there. Uh, and also those same websites, worldcafe.org and wherever you get your podcasts. And then you can find us on social media at World Cafe. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Raina R-A-H-R-A-H-R-A-I-N-A. Can you tell I do that all the time? Yes. Yes, it's beautiful. It's very good. <laughs> I feel like when I go on podcasts, people get very disarmed by my own plugs because they take like 90 seconds and I am just like, yep, I've got this podcast called Block Party. I've got a podcast called The POD Cast. I've got a comedy album. I've got in like, yeah, I listen back to it sometimes. I'm like, oh, John, you got to figure out a way to. Yours was nice and tight, Raina. <laughs> like I got to figure out a way to sort of. <laughs> Tighten Condense the screws. It. Yeah. Yeah. Make it more it. concise. Tighten yeah. the screws. I should say what the show is. Uh, I interview musicians <laughs> and artists. Uh, and <laughs> we do long form interviews and um, and we I play a bunch of music, new and old. So, yeah. Beautiful. That's All what right. it is. There Tune you go. In. Check out World Cafe. Follow Raina. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well at Block Party Pod. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>